A stocky burger pan churned out sweaty grey meat in buns, with sinewy black onions drowned in tangy red juice. The owners, husband and wife, still beat a carotene from Albufera, sipped coke, wiped sweat and flipped meat. And then beside them were the mustachioed mates in oversized t-shirts at the ironically named Ironic Food Van. And they were serving three cactus tacos for ten quid with fresh horchata and some free information about the history of Mexican street food by the only people who have ever been to Mexico. This was a market mostly made up of old grubby toys, of alien-shaped granny cardigans, geraniums, mildewed hardbacks on botany, or a heavy-duty Dick Francis. Then the arts and crafts fold-out tables from established churchgoers like Margaret's Knitted Animals, Dreda's Button Jewellery, and Robert's Leather. And then there was Caitlin. It was their first rodeo. The first time anyone other than Linda had seen any of her recent cross-stitches. She had obviously been one of the first there this morning to set up. Her fold-out table was tucked in the corner beside the books and the vinyl, and she worried people might bypass her and just head straight to the church hall toilets. She had 30 pieces with her today, and only displayed 15 each one on their own individual plate stand. On the front row was the labelled cross-section of a Snickers bar, then the one with ten different types of herpes virus, the one of the Zoltar machine from Big, one of two cute hedgehogs giving each other silent treatment, and one of Nick Knowles having breakfast in bed. She felt very exposed as she took a minute to sip from her Bieber-style paper chase water bottle and stare at the first entrance. Everyone seemed to know everyone. Stallholders by their first names. There was hugging and asking how so-and-so was doing at uni. Caitlin cowered, checked her phone for nothing, and then sipped again for no reason. At least she was close to the toilets, she thought. She'd get to four o'clock, and then pack her car up and head straight home for a Guinness in the garden. She reassured herself. Then she'd just tick this one off her bucket list, and Linda would stop mentioning it, and she'd stick to Etsy. No more standing and smiling at people who can't work out what they're looking at. Caitlin sold the hedgehog one just after lunch. They didn't want a brown bag or one of her homemade postcards, the mother had tucked it under her arm like it was a spare jumper. Caitlin had seen the little girl get ketchup over it when she picked it up. She nearly said don't worry about it, but she didn't want to insult herself so she let them tap their phone on the little card reader, and she doesn't even think the woman looked at how much she was paying for it. People weren't unkind. They asked some questions. They seemed to smile. Sometimes a retired teacher or librarian would insist that their daughter would love these, but they didn't actually buy anything. Perhaps leaving some plate stands blank would have encouraged some sales, she thought, or maybe making the prices less visible. Maybe she'll never know now. 
Linda and Martin shuffled over over the blondie just after lunch. He said hello and then immediately nipped to the toilet, leaving Linda and Caitlin to hug. Are you smashing it then? said Linda, always up to date with the parlance of the time. Uh, I got called a communist an hour ago, replied Caitlin, taking a double-sized bite as her first and giving it a big yum. So you didn't go with the name Crossbitches in the end then, said Linda, laughing at Martin's failure to operate the church hall door. They laughed and enjoyed their blondie in silence. Caitlin had needed this. Did you know you could eat cactus? They both looked at the hipster pair taking photos in the afternoon sun of their taco van for Instagram. Their little shared eye roll whilst licking their fingers. I'll text you later on, said Linda, leaving her with a hand on her arm. When the fruit and veg stall started giving strawberries away, Caitlin took it as a cue to get the plastic boxes out of the car and start packing up too. But then Robert, from Robert's Leather, sauntered over, sipping a piping hot tea. Now I've been wanting to come over here all day. He smiled at every single one of her designs, one by one. Well, how have you found it then? Caitlin took a minute to compose a decent response. Sip the dregs of her old water. Uh, okay. Sometimes a bit tough on the back of the legs. Yes, he said. I have to say, you're in a completely different league with this work. You should be at one of the art centres in town. Not with us bric-a-brac tat. She was quite taken aback by this. The way he called it work. It's been the best thing anyone has said to her all day. Thank you. I'm not sure, though. Will you make sure you're here next month, then? All the students will be around before they go back to uni. Is your machine still on? He picked up the Nick Knowles one, looking for his wallet. This'll look great in our conservatory. This lad feels long overdue a scandal, eh? He said, indicating to Knowles. Someone thought he was Jesus earlier, said Caitlin, which made him roar with laughter, and all the stragglers left behind look over. She nearly dropped the machine, she was so happy. Maybe she will do it again next month then. <laughs>